This is a HeadGum Podcast. This ain't that long-term vision and investment. This is time to get that cake quicker than sexton. If you about that, that's money sensation. It's time to open up your ears to twin innovation. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Mama Bear, Mike Carnell, the host of the Twinovation Podcast, the podcast for all your schemes, dreams, misdemeans, cons, grifts, hustles, any way you're making that money, we're here to talk about it. As always, I'm joined by my two oldest, weirdest, and best friends in the world, the identical Rosenberg twins to my left, David Rosenberg. Howdy, folks. How you doing? <laughs> to my right, Jeffrey Rosenberg. Oh, don't you? Don't you? Take the gum I'm, out. I'm doing the chewing take, gum thing. No, this episode. take the I think gum it out. actually relaxes me a little I bit. I think it actually will turn a lot of viewers off, and I request uh-huh. that you take the gum out of your mouth. There's no place to put it. Put it on the table like I did. Uh-huh. There you go. Nick, I'm sorry. I put the gum on the table. I got nowhere else to put it. It's fair. That's what Jeff said. Get, oh, now, Nick, dry now? now Nick's mad at me. Now Nick's mad don't at me. Don't you have an engagement to go to, Nicholas? God. The, the 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 super producer who tells us he's leaving as soon as he hits record has got beef with us. The the balls on this guy, uh, guys. How are we doing? How were how was our ho- we didn't spend Halloween together for the first time Thanks, in a long Dave. time. How Dave? What did you do? Uh, and what did you dress up as? Yeah, so I had to discontinue my Marge outfit. What? I couldn't find it. How long was the streak? The streak was five years. Wow, Dave. For those of you who don't know, Dave would wear a knockoff Marge costume every year. The wig was fantastic. It would get dirtier every year. He wouldn't wear it. And I guess the tradition's broken. What did you go with? Uh, well, it was like a witches and warlocks party. Well, that's why so. you didn't wear it, because you yeah, probably yeah. didn't look very hard for it. Yeah. Well, I also couldn't find a witches the Marge and costume. warlocks fucking stupid-ass party. All right, tell me all about it. Where'd uh, you go? As a witch or a warlock? Uh, I think I went as a warlock. <laughs> you know, think? It's, I don't know what a warlock is, I to be honest I think it's like a like troll. A, yeah, it's probably like a, a like a Gandalf type. It's like a wizard. No, right? a warlock's Warlocks? not a wizard. I Nick, can you Google image like, warlock before you fucking leave? To me, in my head, it's more of like a Viking type of thing. Mm. No, no, I think magical I, Vikings. I picture like um, like the dudes in um, Return of the Jedi that work at Jabba's palace, like the little pig dudes. Mm. Mm. Oh, I, yeah. When I think yeah. of warlocks, that Nick, what do we got? Am I right? Nick's pulled up some Google images. They're beasts. They're fantastical beasts, right. I believe. Like they, they should have uh, tusks. Do they have tusks, Nick? Uh, no, I don't think so. No tusks, huh? There's a lot of glowing. I think they're yeah, like, it's a f- like a like a like a World of Warcraft type of, yeah. type of beast with maybe some magical powers. It's kind of like how like wolves and dogs and like foxes are related. I think like warlocks and orcs and trolls are related. But magic. They might have some magical powers. I think they definitely have. Dave, magic. you were the warlock. You tell us. I definitely felt like I had a couple magical okay. powers. What did Anna go as a witch or a warlock? Uh, she went as a duck. Great. <laughs> yeah, you know, that was my costume last yeah, year. That was yeah, great. yeah. Did she really go as a duck? She did. Great. I love that. Yeah, That's some great. real attitude. <laughs> so I you could have gone as Marge then. So you fucking couldn't find it out. No, I couldn't it's find it. It's in your mar- basement of I'm, your old apartment. We mm. know that for a fact because you still have like eight trash bags of clothes there. Yeah, but it, whenever I try to remember where it is, I'm always remembering where it was the year before, and it's like uh, very confusing Well, for there's me. definitely some mice that'll be making that wig their home come winter yeah, time. Yeah, that's for sure. Jeffrey, yeah. what did you do? I'm just taking a little piece of gum back. Just Don't take the piece. Just a little piece. I'm not going to chew them. All right, Lee, so, that's it, though. That's it. Um, no, see, now you're chewing on it. You're <laughs> smacking your fucking lips. Uh, what's the question? What did you do for Halloween, and what did you dress up as? I went to Philly. Our boy Kit. Our boy Kit. And you went with Miles? Uh, we, he was also there, but uh, separate parties. Separate oh, weird. Two separate engagements yeah. in Philadelphia? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, what was the party like? That was all right. It was like a... Uh, what, what's the uh, business Philly school? Goons? No, it was like... Wharton? The, yeah, it was Wharton Kids. Oh, so. God. Ugh. Yeah, it was a little... Ugh. I mean, the party what itself... What did everyone actually, go as? A silver spoon? There is one, <laughs> there is one dude that went as... Uh, uh, him and his girlfriend, I guess, just watched Princess Bride. So they went as... Uh, they just watched it? Yeah. And yeah. I'll tell you everything you need to Seriously, know. Seriously, so our other friend, Ryan, goes up to the kid. who's like, no Pelly? way, uh, Dread, Pirate Riot, Dread Pirate Roberts. Yeah. The guy goes, oh, no, 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 it's it's Princess Bride. Oh, my fucking God. These, <laughs> if you like, go these, to are, Warren, these are Warren I'm sorry, but you, like, you know? If you know any one-track mind. They don't know anything. Man, All they know is what they know. Bottom you know? line is what they know. Fucking business mm-hmm. school punks. It was actually kind of a ripping party. Oh, really? Yeah. 
What did you get? Did you get nasty? Uh, a little bit, you know, a little flip cup, a little beer oh, ball. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, it was a house party, and oh. I I did a Sarah Sarah's. Uh, recommendation I did Rosie the Riveter Great great We were hoping you did that yeah, was Would have hoped for some picks I asked for some picks Yeah I know I didn't And then you, you ghosted there, me For no, three they, days <laughs> Bad picks uh, what, did, what did you do Michael? Uh, you know this was one of the first years Which is why we were split up None of our friends like made any plans We normally yeah. have like big house parties mm-hmm. So we were kind of like freestyling it And we got a little motley crew Of just like randos I mean not total randos But not our normal crew It was like me and Sarah Amanda her girl Kim, Pat. We met up with Pat and then Shockwave. Mm-hmm. And uh, Shockwave was eleven from from uh, Stranger, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. I uh, Sarah went as the a very conceptual costume. It was great. Oh, Chris was telling me about it today. It was very. Conceptual. It sounded very very confusing. It was a little a little confusing, too abstract. But you know what? It's all it about what you like and what and what you want to wear. Right. What was it? It was Explain. the layers of the earth. Right. From the bottom up, so she had magma red feet, and then the, the then the the next layer, and then she had a layer of like she cut out a bunch of really good T Rex and dinosaur bones and like glued them there, and then she had like a layer of sedimentary rock, and then more rocks. That's that's pretty and then goddamn grass, and, and then flowers, and then a light blue wave Very for the sky, girl. and then a sun on top. I thought it was great. That's, I went as that's a skunk. pretty impressive. <laughs> uh, hers is more conceptual. Mine, I'm just a skunk. <laughs> My only rule for Halloween is, um, and we're recording this on Halloween. Right. My only rule is uh, animal. One word. You got to be. Word. I got to be able to tell you what I am in one word. Last year, duck. This year, skunk. Mm. Next, What's year, next year, I know it, but I'll save it because I don't want to blow the surprise. It's more than one word, but it's a fun. It's fun. It'll have fun, and we just party. Dinosaur. No. Mm. No. But we went to this like big house party. Uh, the skunk tail. I like so. Normally how it goes, Sarah hand makes all of our costumes because right. she loves it. She's very crafty. I requested a, a movable tail, and I, we kind of came up with some des- designs. We bought rings and rigged like so I could put the rings on my thumbs mm-hmm. on either side, mm-hmm. and we rigged fishing line to the tail so I can move it to the left and to the right. For those of you who don't know, there's a very popular video going around oh. Instagram right now of me dancing as a skunk. You can move the tail. I can move the tail left to right. I didn't know what it looked like at the party. But I kept hearing people like, whoa, look at his tail. I just thought it was And like, you would take the fishing wire off of your thumbs when you weren't using it? I built little hooks into my pockets so I could lock it in and keep the tail upright for when I needed to move around. And so and it's then, over your, the, the wires over your shoulders? Yeah. So it was attached to the top, like top, three quarters up the tail. Bye, Nick. In the middle of my fucking around, story. Nick. Bye. Straight skunking out on us, Skunking bud. out, you little punk. You don't believe in us anymore. All right, so Nick's well, you know gone. who does Adam and Eve. <laughs> so, uh, so basically, it was like rings around my thumbs, fishing line that I could snap into my pockets to keep the tail upright. And if I didn't have that in, it would go straight to the ground to get the full skunk effect. It was also nice because I taped a little pink butthole underneath the the tail. So when oh, I lifted it cute. up, you would see like my little stinky hole. <laughs> uh, but the dancing was fun. Take How'd you make the butthole? Uh, just pink foam and drew a little butthole on it with Sharpie and then hot glued it to my pants. Well, that's cool. Yeah, uh, without fun. Nick here, now it's just like us three chatting in Shooting a room. Shooting the shit. <laughs> Shooting the yeah, shit. Yeah, it's definitely a bit more relaxing. Yeah. A little bit. Well, guys. A little bit. You smell that. That's your skunky asshole. Well, other than that, it's this week's the segment of the show where we call out those who have wronged us. Boys, anyone on Halloween fuck with you? Give you the runaround? Piss you off? Uh, not really. And Stop you know, chewing the gum. <laughs> I saw you put more gum in your mouth. Chewing helps you think. You're, you're losing I'll your swallow gum. it. I'll swallow it. You're I'll, you're, you lost the gum privileges. Not the Halloween party, but the next day. I'm sure some had, Philly goon got on your case. <laughs> no, it's because those those business kids, they're not goons. They're That's always true. they're tiptoeing around the That's real true. issues. Uh, I was supposed to get a ride back with uh, Ryan Pellico, a hometown friend. First and last name. And... and uh, Miles was also driving home, but I thought I'd get some time in with Ryan. Haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. And the kid, the kid's running a little late. He's got to go meet his mom. And for him to go through, he's going back to, oh, to no. New Haven to go through the New York. The city is too much? It's, it, but, uh, but he mapped it out 20 minutes longer. So who cares? Exactly who cares. So then he just is like, I can't take you. I'll be 20 minutes late tonight. Right. And then, you know, I got, I had to, have to take a, take a bus back. Oh, I found no. a bus, and it's you know we're talking about he made maybe you take two a bus p- back. 
it, it, it wasn't that annoying, but I did have to wait around for 10 more hours for the bus. <laughs> what? <Granted> I got, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but so I was annoying. hanging out with Kit, so it was fine. I got some good Kit time. In. That's good. Kit's the other pal. Well, and just for some backstory, Dave, you know as well, because we all went to high school with Ryan. Uh, around sophomore year, he started to really become close with Jeff, and mm-hmm. uh, I got incredibly jealous and protective <laughs> of our friendship, and I kind of tormented him for about a year and a half, oh, yeah. two years. He did not like you. Put gum in his hair. Uh, I slapped him in the face in front of everybody. <laughs> I think I like wrestled him to the ground right, one you time. Got him in, you got him in a big headlock. Got him once. in a very big headlock. I would just make fun of him badly. Uh, you know, as I grew up, I apologized for mm-hmm. my actions. I said, hey, we're cool. But now I'm starting to think that was a mistake. Maybe. Based off of this behavior. We should call him out. Ryan Pellico, everyone go on his Facebook and call him a fucking <laughs> snake. <laughs> no, he's a good boy. He is a good he's boy. He's a good boy. But he Why? fucking screwed you over. Yeah, well, no, I got to spend the day with Kid, and Kid was actually brewing his own beer. This kid brews his own beer. The kid, our, he's a goddamn scientist. This is our boy Kid from back in the day. He built the Sweetheart. paintball course in his backyard, and that's all we would do every weekend is go play talented, paintball with each other. Talented young man. Funny Ryan story. Yeah. Uh, this was at the height of my jealousy and anger towards him. Yeah. Um, he had gotten out in the middle of our paintball game, and I was just like a little shit, and I was like, I'm going to shoot him anyway. And he was just walking without a mask on, and I just like perfectly shot things around him, and he got really scared. And he was like, he literally like in a movie, he was like, that's it, dude. I'm fucking sick of this shit. You and me, one-on-one paintball right now. Oh, I remember the one-on-one. Oh, man. And I, and I was just like, all right. <laughs> and we like took our positions, and we like looked at each other, and I think you said go, and I went, and yeah. shot him in the face immediately right from away. so far away. Yeah. It was maybe one of the best moments yeah. of my life. Very, very impressive. Like an incredibly accurate shot. Like yeah. fucking, what was that uh, Owen Wilson movie where he tried to be serious and he was like a sniper? Drill bit, Taylor. Across, <laughs> across behind enemy, enemy, line, behind behind enemy, enemy lines. lines? That's what I felt like. You sure it's not Drill Bit? It's not Drill Bit, Taylor. That's when he's like a bully for hire? I've never seen it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, hey, Pelico, you got oinked out. If people want to oink him out on his Facebook Go ahead. It's Pelico with two L's. <laughs> no, no, you could Maybe. you could put the rest together. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, boys, this podcast, for those of you new listeners, it's not about beefs. It's not about what we did this weekend. It's about making money. The three of us will go around. We'll pitch our scheme, our invention, some sort of idea that is going to change the game and take over the world. Later, we'll hear from fans. But first up, as always, leading us off, our resident guru, a man who doesn't just think outside the box. Quite frankly, he is the box the most smelly, with the most belly, Big Papa Plump, Dave Rosenberg. Howdy, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, what do you got for us this week, Davey? How is everyone today? I've been better, a little sick. Can you taste the excitement of this Twinovation pitch? Because it's so hot and sizzling Uh-oh. that it just may leave all your senses tingling for more. Mm. Folks, okay. allow me to pose a question. Please do. What's the worst part about eating that fresh clam pizza right out of the oven or that super Ooh. yummy piping hot New England clam chatter straight from the well, slow you're, you're, cooker? You're going, you're going with the hot thing. So maybe, uh, I don't know, it's too hot. I'm going to go with it's too hot. Michael? Too hot? Um, you know, if you get a slimy clam, it might ruin it all for you. No, it's clam based, not no, heat based. No, it is. That's right, folks. Sometimes those yum yums are just too damn hot. Why don't you say yes when I guessed it correctly? Uh, Why'd you even let me make a fool I, of yourself? I like to make you make a fool out of yourself. Folks, that's right. King David is about to bestow a gift upon the masses. Introducing okay. Yum Yourself. Okay. And for those of you who don't realize, Dave reads all of his pitch off his iPhone, so if, you know the pacing's a little off. That's why. Continue. Yum yourself. A spray to numb your tongue uh-huh. and the roof of your mouth, so that you can eat that sizzling hot pile of yum yums. <laughs> what about the rest? With of your a little throat? bit of num nums. Okay. This spray will numb your senses, but not that delicious clammy flavor. From all your special dishes. So it only numbs the pain, but not your taste buds? That's right. Spray the pain away for the small price of (laughs) $9.99. How big of a bottle? (laughs) We're talking about, uh, you know, a little spray bottle. We're talking eight fluid ounces. Classic spray. I think you don't want to go any bigger. I don't think you want to go any bigger. Yeah. Are we talking about heat or spice? 
Like temperature or, or yeah. spice? That's actually a good question. Also, I mean, a fatal <laughs> flaw, uh, you still have to swallow the food down your esophagus, in which case the food will burn you. I think, I think swallowing, yeah. hot, swallowing hot stuff feels good, though. It's, no, it's about, it burns your throat. I've never had a burnt, 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 throat, throat, you, throat. You've never, never ate something too hot when you felt it like burning your entire throat? I, I've I never had so. that. You don't eat like I, me, I don't, You I don't, don't eat, eat like I chew, me. I chew, actually, it's a weird thing. I chew 35 times before I swallow. And I don't chew. I just swallow. Mm-hmm. There you go. Massage it down the south. David, what's the technology? Like, uh, we're, we're, how are you developing this? Well, you what's know, like it based, like what are, what's it made out of? What it's made out of is nanoparticles, of course. Of, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah, of course. And what these do is that they will not take away any of the flavor. They're only taking away the heat. Okay. Well, I'll ask you again. Spice or temperature, though? We're talking about temperature. Great. great Spice, great. to a degree, is something that, you so know, it, you would, it would be like the controlled. equivalent of like... Uh, when you get your your numb gums for a dentist appointment, but you're yeah, it's so a you're little bit taste. like no, Novocaine. You, you it's like, like Novocaine. It's like a topical. But Novocaine like ish. numbs your whole mouth, and it like you become a dumb mouth where you like can't move. Right? How do we not mouth. get the dumb mouth? How are we not chewing on our tongue by accident? That's what we can't I'm worried about too. Yeah, how do you not chew your tongue? You know, with every great risk, there's an even greater reward. <laughs> And that reward is a piping hot clam soup. Dave, uh, you know, I buy all that, but I guess I, A, I'm worried about chewing on my tongue. Cause you got to worry about chewing on your tongue. You got to worry about chewing on Our old neighbor, Victor Jackson, his brother, you know, in middle school, got Novocaine and got a cavity, ended up chewing half his goddamn tongue off. They had to oh, sew it back on. What? Really? Seriously? Oh, yeah. I don't remember that oh, at all. Because your whole tongue goes numb. You don't know. You think you have a goddamn You're gonna you know, a, a chewy little... You know what are those? What are the extra you got to go full liquid? Payday got, is payday no, the chewy one. God, and he was just eating his tongue and did and couldn't even I think like so. or an airhead. Probably more like an airhead fucking. folded over airhead a couple oh, times. Yeah, and, yeah. And it actually looks and feels right, like a tongue. Right. That's there's an idea. Hey, tongue candy, Dave. I'll say this. You know, when you mentioned, I, I like the idea. I'm a little worried about chewing my tongue. A problem that I have more than temperature is there's no real solution. To curing the feeling of too spicy food, right. right? People are like, milk, that don't do shit. Water, that don't do shit. Is there some sort of spray that you put on after on your tongue if you were to bite into something so hot that when you sprayed it, it immediately cooled it down? That's very interesting. And that's actually a part of phase two. Okay. Oh, how convenient. Yes. <laughs> this is great. What's the name of the product? Of the phase two product? Yeah. Well, let me just open up my... Because I was going to pitch spice away. That's not bad. What about Don't just throw like your a, life what, away. Just get spice away. I imagine if you put like uh, maybe like some soft cream cheese on your tongue after you add something spicy. No, it doesn't. Nothing helps. Milk kind of helps. Milk doesn't help. But and if you're, you're eating like spicy, well, that's milk why because you're swallowing too fast. You have to leave the milk in your mouth. Fair. I do just kind of open up the jaw yeah. and pour it straight no, just down. Let the you milk want me to sit, swish let it? The, no, just let it sit on your tongue. You know, no. I, I feel like uh, <laughs> this gum might help. Can, does anyone do gum after eating something spicy? But I'm talking milk like gum? I just ate this and Some I want to keep eating gum? food. Oh, milk gum is an I'm very talking, interesting I'm idea. I'm eating Thai food. I right. accidentally put a hot pepper in my mouth. I still right. have so much of my meal left. I don't want it to be ruined. I do a <clears throat> spray on my tongue. And now I can keep eating my food because I've, you know, I've now erased the memory and the feeling of the hot but pepper. But you still want the... So why not just get your food less hot? Sometimes accidents happen, dude. Why not? Oh, why do we put seatbelts in cars? No, I get it. I get it. I why think, do we put seatbelts in cars? <laughs> drive, just drive yeah. safe. That's true. That's true. Valid point, Michael. Thank Valid you. point. Maybe you want a little bit of the spice, but not too much spice. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why the spray is great because you can, you know, spritz it however often you want to. I think your idea kind of makes sense if because it's not as strong as Novocaine. It's like it's just a, it's a you know. It's it's a quick spritz, like a half note. Yeah, and it, you still get some of the feeling, and it's still doable. Yeah, I think he got something going I on. I like my there. idea better. I think I both like, ideas I like are pretty good. Two a little bit better. I think they're both specifically required. for be packaged spice? together. For spice, yeah. packaged together, maybe numb and spice. Yeah, yeah maybe it could Call even it be an, spice. Maybe, numb and spice. Maybe it could numb even be spice? an hey, Adam and Eve product. Spice? Yeah, do you have any numb and spice? Hey, do you have any numb and spice? Hey, hey, Jackie, do you have any? 
Jackie, do you have any numb, numb and spice, spice? On, you, on your person? Any your numb and spice? Could be like a his and hers type of deal. Yeah. yeah. Well, and how much are you charging again? It was nine ninety nine. That's fair. How about and how about if it's a two pack, one of numbing and one of spice neutralizer? Well, then yeah, obviously have to go sixteen ninety nine. Not bad. I like that. All right, Jeffrey. I'll ask the question. We're all wondering: mm-hmm. Are you in for David's? Are we just going to call it a numb and spice two pack? Uh, or do you want to just do the numbing and leave my dope spice idea for you know on the cutting room floor? Well, I, I, I don't know if the two pack is the best way to package it. Uh, mm. You know, the yum yourself is, is you know really what I'm trying to push yum here. Yum yourself. You can still mm. do that with the spice. It's like yumming but numbing. Yeah, yeah, we get it. Well, I guess it's more like numbing but yumming. Yeah, it's real yeah. one in this. Thing. Are you are you spraying it in your mouth every time you eat the? Or eat, just once before? Is it a one time application? You know, this is one of those things where I don't want to tell the the customer how right. to use. You know, it, it, it's dependent on how sensitive your tongue is. You know, Fair. You, Fair. only you know how much to spray it. That's true. Okay. Well, okay. Jeffrey, are you in? For, I'll, I'll just ask you about the numbing agent. Eight ninety nine, eight fluid ounces bottle. It numbs your roof of your mouth and your tongue, but does not get rid of your taste buds. Uh, and then what's it called? Yum yourself. Yum right. yourself. <laughs> I would have called that a yummy. I, I would have called it a yumming agent. I have a couple more questions I about this. I would have called it a yumming agent. Specifically, one. You're still gonna just because you can't feel it. You're you can you're burn, burn the it. roof of your mouth. Yes. Right. It's not a protective thing. You just don't feel it. <laughs> Oh, that's that's actually very true. You're, you're swallowing yeah, half your problem. mouth is what you're doing. Because I've been to the dentist. Off cake, caking, yeah. caking, caking off that roof of the mouth. I've been to the dentist after I ate some hot food, and I actually had a guy go, holy shit. You, you burned? Too what much. happened here? I could see straight into your it's nasal like fucking cavity. the movie Backdraft <laughs> in your mouth, man. All right, yeah, well, but, but you, you, do you have an answer for that, Dave? Well, the, the thing is, the the initial pain comes from how hot it is. Right, uh, so you're getting rid of the pain, but there's still the damage left. It's like if you numbed my leg, pain. but then stabbed me in the leg, I right. wouldn't feel it. Right, but I've been stabbed. Buyer beware. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess the answer to your question is that yes, you still get burned very badly. Right. Knowing that, are you a customer, investor, or both? In yum yourself. Yum yourself. Uh, I'd like to try it out. I'm I'm intrigued a little bit. All I am right. intrigued, although my mouth does burn very easily. Uh, Most I'd, do. I'd invest if if we talked about packaging these two ideas together. I think it's contingent on, on them, uh, the, the, the two products being packaged together. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe this ends up being a party drug. Okay, fine. <laughs> True. <laughs> All right, well, Dave, I'll, I'll say it uh, as a customer investor. I'm out. I don't think you know. I don't think I want the uh, the you know. I've all we've all felt the, the just layers of your gum get peeled off when you eat something too hot. The roof of your mouth that's still going to happen once the numbing agent leaves. You'll still have raw mouth, and I'm also worried about chewing off my tongue. And I think you're in a lot of legal hot water there. Um, well, you're not going to feel how hot that water is, though. <laughs> all right. Well, let's hear it for Dave anyway. Very. All right, Jeffrey Rosenberg, the more enigmatic of the two twins, slender features, soft eyes, and a black heart. What do you got, bud, your scheme of the week? Allow me, if you will, to pose a question. Okay. What is the most annoying chore at home? Laundry. Well, hanging up your clothes when you're done with the laundry. Hanging up clothes, okay. And I could say that just based off of your apartment. Yeah, I don't like hanging up my clothes. You sleep on your clothes. I sleep next to my clothes. (laughs) That's a California king, baby. <laughs> all right. Well, I've actually, you know what it is? It's it's sweeping. It's all that dust that settles up everywhere. And it's the easiest chore. Well, you don't have no. Not if you have to do it all the time. You don't have snacks at your place, Michael, so you don't get snack crumbs everywhere. Well, I make messes. Don't you worry. Well, do you, and you, you also have a cleaner. You're not sweeping. No, I don't sweep. Dave, do you sweep ever? Uh, I'm more of a dust buster. And you'll find in these old these these pre-war homes, you know. Yeah, they collect a lot of dust everywhere. It's because all the vents are filled with That's asbestos right. and dust. You got you got debris, you got dust all over the floors. That's right, guys. Sweeping dust and debris every couple of days off your floor. Today, I introduce a one of a kind innovation. Okay, baseboards that have a small gap between them and the floor between the baseboard and the floor. And and what we're using here is a central pneumatic vacuum technology, and that sucks the door the 
sucks the dirt off the floor. Ooh, because that's where it gets there. You know, underneath yeah, the, underneath your cupboard very... is where you're going to find your your dry pastas that mm-hmm. fell on the ground, mm-hmm. your coffee grounds mm-hmm. that fell on the ground. So this runs uh, around the perimeter of your home, mm-hmm. and the entire system is based on these tubes in the baseboards around your home. So when you're sweeping, all you do is is you sweep it against the wall, flip a switch. <laughs> Like that. Everything gets sucked up. Next thing you know, your cat's getting sucked into no, it. Oh my god! It's a soft it rips pull. Its skin off. It's you a got soft a, you've pull. got a full skin kitty in your kitchen, and it's chaos. It's a soft pull, guys. <laughs> uh, but a whistle. I do like. I mean, yeah, basically dustbuster strength. A little less because it's it's less. everywhere. It's a little. It's not loud. It's yeah. actually therapeutic sounding. I think that, and it goes it's right like into a, the, where does it go? Where does the dust go? Well, so, you know, say you lived in, in a newer building. They'd be outfitted for these things. Yeah. They'd get these built in. The infrastructure has the tub, tubular function built in. It goes into the basement, right in, right into a receptacle for, for the dust. Boom, the it's in a receptacle. It's in a right. bag. All I do is tie the bag up. I take it if out. If you're in done. one of these big, big apartment complexes, Someone's doing that for you, bud. Well, everyone's dust is in the one thing. Say, say it's in your house growing up. Yeah, you head down to the basement. You you, you clear out the little receptacle. It's not that much different than you know uh, the the lint dryer, whatever it's called. The, taking out the the lint yeah, from your I dryer. You. I feel yeah, you. yeah it's not sense. a lot different than that, guys. And so we have these tubes running around your entire house. I love it. And that's the gist of it. I was going to say, if you didn't have tubes, you could always have like it sucks into a tray, and then you just empty the tray into your trash. Right, sucks into a tray. Um, yeah, and you like, on the pull main. the trash out. Right, right. Another well, option, maybe a cheaper option for those who can't outfit the whole building. Totally, 100%. But so you, you, now you're getting, you can now you're getting both price markets. Yourself. Yeah. All right, what's the name of it again? That'll be basic boards. Basic boards. Ick as in gross, disgusting, dirt, ick, basic okay. boards. I thought you were going to do something with like sucking or... No. Okay, we chose basic, boards. basic and what's, boards. And what's the price? Okay, I just bought a new home. I want to install this in my kitchen. How much is this going to run me? That's going to run you about, with installation, everything included? Yeah, full installation, top of the line, so it's sending it down to the basement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's it running me? $150. $150? $150. That's it? That's it, bud. Whoa. Because we know you're going to come back for more. Well, no, I don't have to, right? Well, like, you only got it in your kitchen, bud. Don't you want it in the bedroom? Don't you want for it For $150, I want it everywhere. Well, you just said the kitchen. Yeah, no, but um, that's what well, I guess that makes more I sense. I spec'd out the kitchen if you, if it was the whole house. So it's okay. So it's only 150 per like section. Oh, yeah. So you have like a square footage, basically. Right, right. It's a square footage. The square footage deal. And how much a square foot? Square foot. Uh, quick calculations. Dollar uh, fifty. That's not bad. That's not bad. How much? What? what but the installation fee itself, you know, that's yeah, that's, gonna that's mean, but that's a one time thing. That's, that's a one time thing, right? Though. Right. And then sort of maintenance on this bad boy. Maintenance, you know, we uh, because tubes do get clogged every now and then. Of course. But you know these these basic boards are they're so fun. They're so easy. They're so tremendous. You can pop it off, right, and, and you can and you can just replace that tube easy peasy. You pop what off? Yeah, you, you can pop the board because because it, it's funneled through. You know, there has. Oh, you you know, so you basically connect it to the hose, right? Right. Well, the hose the hose is inside, but you can you can find wh- where you know. Say you do have a clog. It's almost like a connection for like that hose that's connected to a vacuum. When you can put like the vacuum thing right, on it, right? So right. it's sort of like that. Sure. I don't know what you mean. Actually, say that again. You have a vacuum, right? And attached to the vacuum is that like hose, so right. you can get into small nooks and crannies. Right. But with that hose comes like little attachments, so you can actually vacuum up better than just the hose. Oh, you're saying you can so pull it off the board? So it's just an no, analogy where I'm like, oh, these basically the boards are attaching to the hose, and if the attachment gets clogged, you just take it out and clean it up and put it back. Yeah, I like the sound of that. Sure, okay. I was imagining more like it's ingrained in, in the bottom of the wood, you know? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I think we're on the same page yeah. here, Dave. What do you think about that idea? Yeah, I, I they, love it. I, I think, you know, especially in a city, it's hard to have room for vacuums, especially if you're in a smaller apartment. Hard to have room. And also, you know what you find is... Your little dustpan, you never get all of it out there. No, you know? it's very hard you're to get You're always moving back. You're doing you're little lines, forward. and then you're doing that line, and then you're doing it's this no little line. Live. It's just That's like, no way to live. Well, what about gosh. like applying a little bit of like the air hockey technology to it? You know, and it's like, because what if something's stuck in the middle of a board? You kind of want it to like move towards the crack, don't you? What do you mean towards the crack? I guess if you're sweeping it, it's just going to fall in. 
Well, so it runs all along the the perimeter. Everything is sucking up everything. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I love it. Uh, I think it's a great idea, and I think it's you know enough people don't clean their floors often enough, and this is something that sort of automates it. And, and I that think- dust actually, a lot of that dust automatically collects in the corners along the wall okay so you don't even have to sweep most of the time you have to sweep for the heavier stuff but you're getting rid of all that dust immediately because that's just that's just where you know that's where that's where it collects your corners you're right you're right automation is the future well davy now that you know the deets i mean i'll ask you the question on everybody's minds for jeffrey's one dollar and fifty cent per square foot basic boards Basic boards? Basic boards. Uh, ick for ick. Gross. Uh, that sucks up all your dust and will eliminate sweeping from your life forever. Are you in as a customer, investor, or both? Uh, you know, knowing how much money you end up spending on all these Swiffer pads, you know, that ends up getting expensive. Uh, I'm willing to throw down for the one-time fee and get, and get those uh, basic boards. You know, I think it really, uh, you know, it's like solar panels. That is right, Dave. It is a lot like solar panels. It might not pay off top to right bottom. away, but you know, you know it's five the years. Peace of mind, it really. might not pay off, but one of the most valuable things you got is time. That's and true. That's now a time that you don't have to spend sweeping. Am I right? I love it. I'm in. Jeffrey, customer uh, and investor. I love it. Jeffrey, as for myself, uh, as a customer investor, I'm in. I love it. Any chance I get to be a little bit lazier, mm-hmm. I'll take it, bud. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like your ingenuity and your thoughtfulness. And honestly, the price you can't beat. You can't beat it. I'm, so I should raise it? Some would say it's dangerously low, and there's no way you'll turn a profit, but too bad, <laughs> bud. Too bad. I get nervous with the price, guys. Yeah, you got to lowball these it's people. Very, you got to lowball these people. Although, to, you, to be fair, Dyson vacuums are like fucking $700. They really are. Who's buying these vacuums? And, and, and they do get broke. They get real broke. Guys, you know what time it is. It's time for, for our, our cleanup hitter. That's right. Padding third. The, the mother whose otter we all feed from. Mama <laughs> bear, Mike Carnell. All right, boys. You know, you might have heard my story from earlier where I mentioned what we did for Halloween, and I mentioned that our friend Chris, Shockwave, mm-hmm. was 11 from Stranger Things. Right. What's 11's biggest prop? Prop? Yeah. Egos. Egos, bud. You know, in this time of year, you really, you know, at our age... I think you really want to be thinking about stocks. Now, would you say that Stranger Things the most popular new show of the year? I love where this is going. Absolutely the most popular show of the year, correct? Correct. Like pop culture wise, it's like it's in the ether. It took over. People love it. I don't think they'll ever let the egos thing go. Guys, what day is it today? October 31st, That's Halloween. All Hallows Eve. I, I would wager that there are 2,000 people in this city dressed as 11 who, who bought more. Egos just for their oh. costume, probably more, 5,000, right? So I think that right now, as soon as you hear this, you know, because, and I looked it up. I, by the way, the Kellogg sock, just the letter K, pretty cool. Yeah, uh, cool. First off, they had a tremendous year last year. You know, Coca-Cola has been talking about buying mm-hmm. them. Uh, they're up almost 15%, but not so high where it's a bad investment. But this shit is going to fucking fly off the shelves. And what you want to do is get in on the stock before they report their third quarter earnings, okay? You want to buy low right now because they reported their second quarter earnings right. on August 4th, which means the third quarter, you know, who knows, maybe this sounds October. like Wharton Business Boy talk to me. You, you know, sure you were not that party, bud? I went to the school of hard knocks, bitch. I like that. Okay, and we invest in Ego, okay? It's a locally run company. They're great. I will bet that... Ego has the best quarter that they have ever had due to 11 costumes being popular. Boys can be it because she has short hair. Mm-hmm. Girls can be it because she's a girl. And it's a simple costume. You can just go to a fucking thrift store and get the whole thing. Right. It's the easiest, Denim most recognizable jacket. one. Also, if you're looking to hook up, just look for other characters from Stranger Things. It's like spark up some convo and you're great. No one's banging Barb, bud. Well, I didn't say go as Barb. I said go as the monster thingy and uh, and as 11. So this is my scheme. Let's buy some fucking Ego stock. And once it jacks up and uh, they see that their revenue in Q3 has skyrocketed, right, right. we sell that shit. We make maybe like 400, 500 bucks. Wait, That's so the whole there. scheme. <laughs> Stocks. I, I'm into stocks. Stocks yeah. sound like a lot of fun. Hey. I thought you were getting at uh, product, pra- product placement in general. Like like pushing pushing 
other other things on on a shows that you know other will things be good. on Stranger Things. Ooh, very interesting. Yeah, actually, is Echo a privately owned company? Or yes, it's part- a privately owned company. Is it's it a, really? What are they? It's a privately what's, owned what's company from Michigan. What's, what's their, their ticker? ticker? Well, I mean, they're, 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 the letter is K, and they're up almost fifteen percent uh, year to date, and two percent from their fifty-two oh, I thought week you said high. Kellogg's was K. Well, Kellogg's owns Kellogg's. Okay. Kellogg's owns Ego. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, so you want to buy Kellogg's stock. So we're saying Kellogg's is the small Michigan, or just Ego? Egg, Kellogg's is the small Michigan. Okay. Okay. And you so you buy up. you know buy stock in Kellogg, but it's basically Ego stock. The their earnings are going to be through the roof. That's actually not a bad for future shows. It'd be like our character should love Honey Nut Cheerios, right. and then just they probably actually how they got to pay for the it show was like the Ego shit. Trading. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? Good old fashioned insider trading. That's so how this the old is my plan. Everyone invests in Kellogg right. for Q three. And then we fucking sell the stock once it you know once it peaks. What's she at right now? I mean you know you know it's not even worth me telling you because <laughs> it's going to change by tomorrow with how much fucking it's at about ninety seven cents per share. Oh, cake! Yeah, dude, it's cake. Let's Buy spend all, all our Adam and Eve money on. Let's it. spend all of our you know maybe we should spend all of our sponsorship money on however many shares we could probably buy like a couple hundred shares. No. That's that could be fun. Great. That could be fun. And then, well, should we do a little Dip story time? Because this isn't the first time. Like, we have dominated the stock market before, and I think maybe we should take a little break to tell story time. No, that's not a bad idea. Uh, oh, you know, in, was it ninth grade? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, ninth grade. Ninth grade. We, the three of us, just because, you know, when, when you get to high school, everyone starts telling you, you got to sign up for clubs. You got to sign up for clubs. Colleges want you on clubs. They want clubs, clubs, clubs. So we signed up for what seemed like the easiest one, the stock market club. Okay. Old ladies running the show. And she's a sweetheart. She's a, such a, she's a typing teacher. She was so sweet. She loved us. She really didn't care what we did. Mm-mm. And we kind of followed the same logic I'm doing now. It was right around uh, like Valentine's Day. And we right. were like, we should oh, buy yeah. Hershey's. <laughs> we're like, yeah, yeah. We, it was like, we're only going to buy stock in things that are like big around Valentine's Day. Right, right. And we bought Hershey's and like some other like chocolate shit. And we won the entire state comp- statewide high school competition. Although there were some elementary school kids there, if I remember correctly, we won the oh, whole thing got and to got go to, to miss school. We right? went to Hartford. All right, we went to the classy Hartford for the day. Got to skip school. You still might have the photo of us in the paper. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we're surrounded by like. I mean, I said it was a high school competition. If we're being honest, it was like all grades. And so we're like, it was like us three and like Jess Wright and some other girl who was like, "This club's stupid. I'll just right. do it." Nobody else did the competition. We dominated. One first prize. They like we have like quotes in the in the thing about like you know we just thought Valentine's Day it was a perfect what day. You believe in. I, and rem- I eat a lot of chocolate. <laughs> I remember initially What's your being chocolate like, boy. <laughs> I remember initially being like, oh, like summer's coming up. We should invest in shorts. <laughs> maybe it was maybe it was either Easter or Valentine's Day. It was some chocolate was, holiday. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't invest in shorts, by the way. But uh, the, the photo is so funny. We should find it and post it. I know you sent it to me before because it's us in the back row, like smiling so proud, and then like a bunch of like 10 year olds that we like beat at the competition. Yeah, I think I had that certificate framed in my room. Oh, dude, that, that's what got me all, into Ohio yeah, State. We all definitely put that on our For sure. Oh, no, statewide stock. I'm a fucking stock champion. And that's why you got to listen to me when I talk about Kellogg's right now, okay? You invest in Kellogg's, you're going to get the Halloween bump, which is something you got to pay attention to every year. Right. Okay, there's always one prop one product that'll get it done this year it's fucking egos who knows what it is next year buy the kellogg stock mm-hmm. we use our adam and eve money mm-hmm. we buy a bunch of kellogg stock we see what happened yeah keep, we, and keep listening to this podcast for hot stock tips guys <laughs> what holiday's coming up uh, thanksgiving uh, invest in ham <laughs> turkey no. what do people eat turkeys <laughs> can you invest in turkeys you probably can all right it's so boys i mean purdue they probably do turkey i literally this is the first time where i literally am asking you if you'd like to be an investor in my idea to buy kellogg stocks right now based on the strength of the right. 11 costume uh i'm all i'm all in on putting all all, with ad, house all ad money into kellogg's dave I, I am also in i think you have a winning idea here I also love Egos too. I mean, so, I do too. They're great. I support the brand. So, I'll ask you both: Are you willing? Are you an investor in this Kellogg scheme? El Jefe is one hundred percent an investor in this scheme. David, and then, to be fair, this scheme is just investing in the stock market. <laughs> yeah, but it's you know reading the based trends. on I'm reading, reading the, the trends. goddamn trends. Jeff. And that's very important. That's that's half that you know. A lot of these things are based on how, how the cultural shifts. Of course. You know, I saw so many people dressed as 11, and, and Chrissy alone bought four boxes. Yeah. He didn't even fucking eat them. 
They're I mean, maybe right that. now. I'm going to go over after the show. It's there you go. Davey, you in? It's the zeitgeist, and I'm in. All right. Well, hey, let's go to the store. Maybe buy a little Eggos with our ad money. Also, maybe we use our other ad money, and we just buy Eggos nonstop. This is this is a pyramid. Short the stock. <laughs> Short the stock. <laughs> All right. Let's go buy some Eggos, play an ad from our boys Adam and Eve, who are back, and then we'll come back and hear from the nation. What do you boys say? Short stack? Short stack the market. All right, boys. Good news this week, guys. Good news. Guess who, who's sponsoring this week's episode? Guess. Let's go uh, ahead and guess. I'm going to maybe like a, a guy and a girl. They're, they're friends or maybe even lovers. Like two civilians decided to sponsor the podcast? Maybe. Hmm. Why not? David, your guess? I, I'm kind of on that Jeff boat, too. I feel like it can be something kind of sexy. Well, maybe, the, maybe the first two civilians ever. Ever? Well, I guess you're right, Jeffrey, because this week's sponsor is none other than our boys at Adam and Eve. Guys, they sponsored us a few weeks ago, and, and we told this to the nation. We talked to the Podfathers. We sold more units than all of every other HeadGum podcast combined. The nation showed up, so much so that they have decided to be one of our new sponsors for Nick. What do we got? Like just months, months. Yeah. They're they're pretty much our benefactors. Our, our Mrs. Havisham, if we'll give mm. giving us those tasty vittles. And, and guys, <laughs> it's the same deal as last time. So Adam and Eve, the the top notch purveyor of sex toys and accessories. Well, they didn't tell me to say that. That's just what I consider them is a top notch. Uh, purveyor of, of stuff like that. They got the same deal as last time, guys. So if you're going to go to adamandeve.com and you get a limited time only, 50% off any item. And when you select that 50% off item, you'll get three free adult DVDs plus a free, free mystery gift. gift. And Dave, to top it all off, Jeff, to top it all off, uh-huh. free fucking shipping, dude. Free you're shipping? Bas- so basically you get one thing for half off and then you get of uh, uh, three free DVDs and then another free thing and then free shipping. So you're pretty much only paying half off for one item and you're getting five mm-hmm. things, you know. And you go to any sex shop in the city, too? Good luck. Yeah, yeah. good luck. Good you're luck not, walking you're not, the... You're not going to leave that place without spending $100. Uh, good luck leaving St. Mark's without $100 less in your bank account, mm-hmm. bud. So, guys, what you're going to want to do is go to adamandeve.com and use our code... Twins! Let's do it one more time. You're going to use our code... Twins! That's T-W-I-N-S at adamandeve.com. And, again, if you send us your receipt with your items on it, we'll read... Uh, only your first name to preserve some form of uh, you know, anonymity. An- anonymity, and we'll read what you got, and we'll tell the people. And again, if enough people do this, we'll start doing like because uh, now that they're a, a weekly thing, and they're our boys, uh, we'll start doing like what's our official nation toy, and then people can buy that, and then we'll shout you out. Uh, but uh, of course, guys, that's adamandeve.com. Use the code twins t-w-i-n-s you get 50 percent off any item in the store plus three free adult dvds plus a free mystery gift plus free shipping we love these guys they represent our values it's a what, legit we, phenomenal deal i mean i've i've gone on the site it's fucking fantastic and we can't let like say enough about these dudes for for really taking care of the nation here they're one of the few sponsors that we're happy to have everyone else is a fat cat and we don't care for them but guys Go use the code twins, adamandeve.com. Show us what you bought. Let's get back to the episode. Oh, yeah. And we're back. Again, shout out to our boys over at Adam and Eve. You guys, top notch in you know, anything that helps people explore their sexuality at either end of the spectrum, we're down with. And again, send us, your, send us what you buy. It's great. Mm-hmm. You guys smell that? Mm-hmm. It's this week's Catch of the Day. This is the segment of the show where we salute fellow hustlers out in the real world making it happen. And sadly, he's not here to to bask in the glory, but our Catch of the Day is our very own Nick Red. Ooh. Okay, for those of you who maybe are on our subreddit or on our Twitter, but for those of you who missed it, Nick went Nick's Cleveland, diehard Cleveland Born fan. Born and bred. Born and bred Cleveland, diehard Cleveland fan was front row, third baseline for Game 2 of the World Series. Anytime there was a right-handed batter, and I'm talking, and I watched the whole game. Mm-hmm. Anytime there was a right-handed batter, you saw Nick several times. Slow zoom. He looks like him. he should have belonged on the field, to be honest. Hey, he's he's honestly, shit. guys, he's an Adonis. Look and, him up. Follow and, him on Instagram. And this, was Nick's, man. and this was Nick's idea before I went into it. 
He comes to us because he knows we have a lot of shirts left over. Mm-hmm. He goes, bud, give me a Huff as a snitch shirt and I'll wear it and I'll get it on national TV to bring exposure to our cause, which is, of course, anti-snitching and anti-Huff. Correct. And that's what Pro he did. Cubs. Several people, you know, we tweeted about it. And basically, this whole scheme was to basically uh, jumpstart our t-shirt sales going into the holiday season so we get a little extra scratch. Oh, yeah. And basically, on national TV, several photos. We have, if you go to our Twitter, you'll see all of our photos. Like What's above, that Twitter, Dave? At Twinovation Pod. I'll answer for him. Yeah. I'm quick on the trigger. That's right. Uh, you'll see the scoreboard of the game. And then literally right above that is a Huff is a Snitch shirt. It's so funny. Uh, he was telling us people at the, some person at the game. If if you're if you were this person and you're a fan of the show, Nick was walking and he said somebody just screamed "fuck Huff" in the <laughs> middle of a stadium in Game Two of the World Series, the first World Series in decades. So it's going viral again, folks. It's going viral, and basically, uh, we salute our super producer Nick for taking the initiative and really like hammering home our mission and. What we want to do is now uh, plug our own shirts. If you Google Huff as a snitch shirt, you'll come up on our uh, our T public site. Buy yourself a shirt. I we have a couple of the shirts ourselves. Oh yeah. They're I, high quality. I got 15. Get one for your loved one. Send us photos of it for Christmas. Just get it as a gift. You can buy all kinds of prints, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You could also just head over to snurchmerch.com. I don't think it's working anymore. I actually I think went it is. there. No? I don't think it works. Not it, working? We did buy Gotta the talk domain. To our IT guy. We bought the domain snurchmerch. Uh that's S N E R T C H. No, wait, is there oh maybe there's a put T. A T. Yeah, you probably spelled it wrong. Let's see, because, you know, I mean, we very easily could have gotten behind on our GoDaddy payments. <laughs> no, it doesn't work, dude. We nope. don't have that. Just go, just Google the shirt, like I said. We're, uh, we'll get that figured out. But, guys, Google Huff is a snitch shirt. Shout out to our super producer, Nick, for, for spreading the anti-word, uh, the anti-snitch word for us. We love it. But, guys, enough of that jibber-jabber, that talk. It's time to get down to my favorite part of the show, and it's time for the nation to rise up. And this is the part of the show where we read user submissions for our loyal fans in the Twinovation Nation. Uh, they've emailed their schemes into at Twinovation Pod. They tweeted us. Uh, they sent it to our Facebook. It was just Twinovation Podcast. They can also email us at ideas at twinovation.biz. And guys, you ready to hear them? You ready to hear this? Normally, they're better, they're better ideas than us, correct? Correct. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. This first one. Comes from Guten Morgen from Berlin. Ooh. Now his name is uh, his name's at the bottom. Guten Morgen probably means oh, good that morning. Mean something. I think it's oh, good morning okay, or yeah. something. <laughs> okay, so Chris Wright. His name is Chris. I say you know I never read. I don't read these things before. Right. Uh, it's a little confusing to say Guten Morgen from Berlin <laughs> and then say this is Chris. <laughs> okay, so Chris writes, "I'm a day one fan, and let me get right into it and pose a question." What's the worst thing about robbing a house? I'll let you boys answer. Getting caught. Jeffrey? Uh, getting caught in the glass as you're breaking through the front door. <laughs> Correct. Getting caught. Uh, what you, if I were to tell you, you that there is a loophole in the German law that allows a certain profession to legally enter any house at any time? Interesting. I would say that's very German of you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my American friends. Also in Germany, there are ridiculous laws from ancient times that have never been changed. If the bee... <laughs> If the beehive of a beekeeper escapes, the beekeeper is allowed to follow his, quote, moneymaker, or should I say, quote, honeymaker, even if the beehive flies into someone else's property. Let that sink in for a while. Hmm. The possibilities are endless. What I propose is to form a German-wide underground network of rogue beekeepers who can legally enter any location. Once they're in, they can grab anything they want and walk away. Should the police come, they drop everything, blame it on the bees, and just walk away. And even if no robbery, quote, ever works, the nation would still have a lifelong supply of sweet, sweet, self-made rogue honey because all members of the network, of course, need to give 25% of their sweet, sweet honey as a membership fee. The scheme shall forever be called the Honeymaker or, what my personal favorite is, Project Behem. Ooh. Ooh. Can't decide. I like Project Behem. I like Project Because that could also be like cool shirts and stuff. I like that he said forever and then gave two options. Yes. (laughs) Let us choose. It'll forever be whatever you choose. Uh, Chris continues. I personally have no beef with Huff, but should anyone ever snitch the nation, they can expect to uh, know. Oh, oh, some typos here. I'm going to fix it for Chris. Hmm. 
they can expect a knock on the door from a couple thousand angry German bees. This is an official <laughs> invitation for you and your special someones to visit Berlin. I'll show you around and we will never leave the clubs. Your greatest fan from Germany, Chris. Chris, where were you last year when I was in Berlin trying to get into the club where they let you poop on people? Oh, That's a real God. thing. Yeah. Or I think you get pooped on. Anyway, the club scene in Berlin's <laughs> off the hook. <laughs> Shit's tight. Uh, what do you guys think of Project Behem? Can we talk about that law for a second? What? I was pretty confused <laughs> the first time because I didn't know if he was talking about like bees euphemistically or something. Like, No, I think... I think he actually means a beekeeper, right? No, the actual law right. is... If a beekeeper's hive, which is his source of income, right. flies away, he can legally enter any property to get them back. Love it. At any time. Need it. And I'm surprised that these crazy Germans haven't uh, exploited that loophole before. I think we've got to take advantage of it. David, are you, well, how do you feel about it? Talk to me about it. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. You know, the, the, the thing is you need to find a little hole in the legal code, and then you holes. need to... Or a hole in the house. You have to pry it. <laughs> yeah. Put your bees into it. And then you just pry it open slowly. Pry the hole open? Oh, yeah. In the baby. legal system or in the actual house? Both. Okay, great. Uh, I think this is a fantastic idea. I also think that we can just. I mean, the honey itself is. But do I have to be a beekeeper to join? I think, I think it's a, a network of beekeepers. And they have and to be they, in Germany? Correct. <laughs> I would like to be some sort of supervisor. I think maybe we, we can we help support the beekeepers and then this we is funnel their, them cash from right, America right, right. off of our Kellogg stock. Right. Maybe exactly. <laughs> maybe that sweet sweet honey taste of Egos is is funding this beekeeping operation. <laughs> I also would like to just make sure it's called Project Behem. Yeah, because then it. people would be like, "What?" And they'd be like, "Well, there's a little loophole in Germans." Um, I Sounds mean, like a big loophole. This is probably one of my favorite ideas ever because it. What a loophole that allows you to just, I mean, you can't, doesn't allow you to rob people, but it allows you to go into their home. I think as long as you're just wearing like the beekeeper outfit. There's a club you can't get into in Berlin. You just let a bunch of bees loose. <laughs> I got to get my bees, dude. That's the fucking law. And I'll call the cops. I'll call the fucking cops, dude. <sighs> I love the idea. Great. It's absolutely brilliant. One and of my I wish favorite I could ideas ever. Let's give it up for Chris. Chris, a fantastic idea. If we have any graphic designers out there who want to make Project Behem shirts, I'm in. All right. You guys ready for the next one? Mm-hmm. All right. This comes from our boy, Connor B. He starts with, disclaimer, this scheme requires loose slash no morals. And he asks a question. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> Sold. What is mankind's greatest virtue, boys? Fire. Uh, Couldn't be more wrong. Go. Greatest uh, virtue would be peace, love, that's tranquility, right. charity. Charity. Every so often, we band together as a species to help out the less fortunate. It's beautiful. With the advent of the internet and sites such as GoFundMe, charity has gone viral. Hmm. Earlier this month, $380,000 was raised for an elderly street vendor in Chicago. The original goal in that GoFundMe campaign was just $3,000, but internet citizens showered this man with more crowdfunded cash than anyone involved could have hoped for, and a tax burden that he wasn't prepared for. This viral (laughs) charity phenomenon is clearly lucrative, so naturally the question must be asked, how can we take advantage? Step one, find a person suffering from a sad, visible disease I got to start reading these before. Something like MS or Spina spina Bifida, which is probably mispronouncing, who is willing to participate in the scheme. We'll call them the bait. I get the disclaimer now, Connor. (laughs) Step two, construct a story in which the bait is being bullied on the daily for having their terrible disease. No need for video. That will just create more questions. A long Facebook post with a depressing photo should do. Be sure to create a GoFundMe with a very low, humble goal. Step three. Get the Facebook post to trend on all social networks. You're going to want to get, quote, news sites such as, he put that in quotes, <laughs> sites such as BuzzFeed and Mashable to write articles about it as well. I'm sure we know people. Uh-huh. Step four, profit. Of course, the bait will get a fat cut, 33%, mostly as hush money. You can also have them sign an NDA and sue their ass if they ever lift the, certain, the curtain on their scheme. You may be asking, won't the internet want the bullies to be identified and hunted down? The answer to that question is, largely, no. Barely any questions are ever asked in these viral charity phenomenons, and when people do some become suspicious, they're usually voted down and labeled as pessimistic. What do you think? Connor B. Connor. 
Love it. I mean, I love it. I would say there's some problems. I would say there's a few problems. I don't Dave, think there are any Dave, problems. Dave, talk about your problem. I want to hear what you're thinking. I, I think don't forget about that 33 percent. Let that him they talk. Get. Let him talk. The bait gets 33 percent. Yeah, so I own him the bait. I think people that uh, do fraudulent stuff on the internet eventually get found out. It's not fraudulent though. Someone's actually in in pain, and it helps with those bills. Uh, so any There's other problems? Bills Dave? for this because I'll, I'll let you spill your problems out, and then I'll pile on. It's harder to go viral than you think. Yeah, I mean, my problem is it's one thing for the bait quote to be sad. That's fine if you want to actually help somebody, right? People are going to. I mean, that's why the hush money is super important. And the people NDA. are very good. If you've ever been on Reddit, they're like better than police. They're very good to tell. Yeah, they are. You like cannot really slide shit past people. It's. I like saw a photo. They're like, hey, this my this old man says he was at the Cubs game the last time in the World Series. Can anyone find him? And it was just like an, a photo of him now. And then within twenty minutes. People found his photo at the game oh my from 1918. People are wait. They found the same dude? same guy from 1918 as a kid at the game. They're like, "This is him." They just like no, yeah, and they're like, <laughs> they like went to they like went to a University of Illinois library and like found his photo. So in, like, maybe the hush minutes. money goes to a couple of some some power big users. I think, power users. I think we Reddit. might need to like divvy up the hush money. Right. But I, I also think that like... So maybe the, the bait's down to 20%. Maybe we now. don't need to make up as big of a lie or maybe the lie doesn't need to involve some like made up bullies. It could just be he's on really, really hard times because that's indisputable. Right. And but then the only thing... It, we, you got to make it unique though. That's how it goes viral. He lost his dog or something. I don't fucking know. And then they're going to look up that dog we'll death the dog. certificate. They're going to look up the then dog we'll death certificate. Then we'll okay. kill the dog. Loose morals. Loose morals. I think, I mean, I that's the problem is like when you start creating bullies, people want to find out who he is. Yeah. He could also be very vague, I guess, and just be like, people have always picked on me. Right. Something like that. He's like, it affected my brain and now I can't talk to people. Um, I think the hush money is super important, though. And he was very smart. Because if they find out that we're clause. keeping, well, I guess we're making less than him. We're splitting what? Fucking 60, twenty-two, 60, where you each get twenty-two percent. Yeah, twenty-two. And the, you know, the maybe, backlash on the internet can be what? rough. Oh yeah, they, I mean, well, then you go dark for a little bit. That's the scary part. Now is like pretty much if you fuck up one bad time, you're like cooked. Now there's no like bounce back stories anymore. And there's cycles though. You know, you don't have to. You don't need the bounce back. It just goes quiet. Uh, even Ken Bone, right. Ken Bone got. Yeah, I know. Ken Bone recovered from that though, didn't no, he? he? I mean, he was never. It was. He did not recover from it. It was the J Law comment like, that got him. Yeah, I think the butthole stuff, right? And like the pregnant women porn, which right. is actually, I don't, I don't care if that. I don't. There's I think it's fine. And also, that. like, what I mean. Hey, what did you think? He fucking <laughs> what did you think? Fat you ass watched? who can't fucking decide if he doesn't like Donald Trump. <laughs> that alone makes him a fucking idiot. Let's not make this political. I just did fuck him. Um, guys, I'm I like fan. his idea. I'm a, I'm a fan of it, but I'd be, I would like to be a, an, an unnamed a ghost investor. I would like to be a ghost yes, investor right. in this. In Obviously. the spirit of Halloween, I would also like to be a ghost investor. <laughs> Very nice, David. Jeffrey, how do you feel? Ghost investor? Maybe the yeah, three I'm of us gonna, are... I'm, I'll, you're I'll putting it out there? Front. Yeah, I got nothing to lose. All right, man. Our human shield, Jeffy Rosenberg. Nothing I love it. Let's hear it one more time for Crit. <laughs> go south from rock bottom. Nope. Well, not, not unless you're Sarah's Halloween present and there's a bunch Ooh. of magma. <laughs> Very good. You can come out the other side. You I know? like that. You keep going, you come out the other side. China? Uh, boys. China? China? Boys, great episode. Great Halloween app. You know, mm-hmm. I think we did great. The nation brought it. As always, we end the episode plugging what we're doing this weekend. What are we up to, Davey? What do you got going on? I think I'm going to go see the Podfathers out in L.A. I'm oh, leaving very good. Tomorrow, uh, Wednesday. I just booked a trip to go out there uh, the week after Thanksgiving. I'll be out there all week. Just very chilling. chill. Very cool. Bar crawl Saturday, I boys. Know, me and Jeff. Bar crawl Saturday. Our Saturday. Boy, Saturday. For, be there. Be there. <laughs> we'll be, uh, for those of you who don't remember, there was, what like a while ago, we told that story of you fighting the Russian dudes with Chucky e. Charles. Right. Uh, Chucky e. Charles is back in town. Mm-hmm. Our boy. And we're going to go on a little bar crawl and see what happens. That's right. We're really ringing, you know. You you only get so many weeks left of of temperate, you know, conditions out there before it gets too frigid. This you is really one of the last crawl. ones. You got to get your autumnal crawl. It's still warm enough, or it's not cold enough. You if you walk, you'll be warm. Right, and you know, a lot of these places, you know, what they're gonna have? They're gonna have little mead. 
I know. Maybe Ooh. a hot toddy. There's a new place that opened up uh, on the corner of me, on my place. I took my parents there yesterday that has hot punch. It has, ki- it has two kinds of punch every yeah. every day. There's cold punch and there's hot punch. And I think that's going to be my new winter spot. Hot punch. It's a very good spot. We've got to go. Yeah, so we'll be crawling with Chucky. You'll be out with the Podfathers? Yeah. Great. Take some photos. Send it over to I us. I will. Almost said hi. Faux show. All right, boys. A great episode. You know, if, you, if you're listening and you want to send your scheme in, Again, send your ideas to ideas at twinovation.biz. You can tweet us at twinovationpod, or you can send it to our Facebook. You can also leave a five-star iTunes review and leave it in there, and we'll read those. Mm-hmm. Uh, great shit, as always. Stay scheming and stay dreaming. Walking out the door, robbing their bank, not a chauffeur, make some more perks. Now we're no control. Short today with two dudes, Twinovation. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>